0: Welcome to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. These shows are unedited, uncensored, and unbelievably good. I would love it if you joined us on Instagram when we go live with awesome guests and great topics. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on the live shows tab on my profile. I hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Midlife Makeover show. Wendy Valentine here. I hope you guys are having a great day and we have an awesome show for you today. Uh, we've got the Midlife male and the Midlife female. We are joining forces. Oh yeah, right here on the Midlife Makeover show. So today we have Greg Scheinman. He is a performance coach who helps men navigate and maximize middle age to achieve a better quality of life. He built and sold two successful businesses, was a multi-million producer, wow, for one of the largest insurance groups in the U.S. and has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Adweek, Variety, ESPN, that is so cool, and the New York Times. Greg hosts the popular podcast, The Midlife Mail. You guys have got to check it out. You'll probably see his picture right next to mine. (laughs) And is author of the best-selling book, The Midlife Mail. Look at that! We're going to review this book today. It is so good. I did read it. Um, I want to read what it says right here. It is a no-bullshit guide to living better, longer, happier, healthier, and wealthier, and having more fun in your 40s and 50s. You know I'm all about that, you guys. And I must read what's in the parentheses right here. It says, which includes more sex. I mean, hello. (laughs) And what guy doesn't want that? What girl doesn't want that? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's bring Greg up here. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) I'm telling you, and every show when I do Instagram Live, I'm like one of these days Instagram's going to get with it and make this easier for us. I'm doing great. What are you these doing? Because you can see
1: that Instagram reflection of of the ring light in my uh, oh, well, in my Cattis glasses. Yeah. Uh so I'm going to take them off.
0: Well, if if you if you need the glasses on, you you can feel free because I have. Too. like i try and i'm like okay that looks better i like, don't need the glasses for see any anything comments other than, anything.
1: like as my confidence barrier you know so like <laughs> usually, yeah well, this is cool, a great brand. i love those guys but, and they've helped me like feel like i have something kind of intelligent to say or do and i can you know do but i got to tell you i don't use them for for anything they're zeros you know they're just pure
0: <laughs> Oh, are they yeah you know what they remind me of is um Mel could Roberts.
1: she be any cooler? Like she's, she's the got absolute it. greatest. And
0: uh, we gotta have her on our show. I have her husband,
1: Chris, who's a terrific guy, as a guest on my podcast. And shut.
0: Stop. This is amazing. It. That is he has a so cool. program called
1: Soul Degree, and they takes guys out into the woods and they do all sorts of amazing stuff. Um, the two of them are like <gasps> what a dynamic duo.
0: Yeah. Well, you we give will do the we show. No? Okay. We're all. We're all.
1: You know, <laughs> We just got to high five a lot. Maybe she'll come run. I, I know.
0: You know, what's so funny. I I mean, I read her book, the five, four, three, two, one, you know, and I use it. I still use it. Like a lot. One, one. Of course, I reduced it down to like three. I'm like, five, that's too many. Three, yeah. two, I'm gonna one. It down to, I'm going to
1: we'll really be successful when I get it down to zero things you need to do. Period. And we can sell
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> just do that. So tell tell everyone a little bit about how you got to do what you're doing right now, becoming like yeah, the
1: midlife. I, I appreciate master. it very, very much. Um, you know, I think like most things we were talking a little bit earlier, like most things that you end up kind mm-hmm. of doing, in a lot of ways you don't set out to actually, you know, do them or think about the outcome yep. itself. You just kind of start taking actions. Um, I would not wish a global Mm -hmm. pandemic on on anyone. Um, In a lot of ways, what happened with COVID was the best thing that happened to me and my family as it pertained Mm -hmm. to personal transformation and growth. And I know there's a lot of talk about reinvention, but one thing I talk about a lot is it wasn't so much reinvention Mm. as it was release, it was this opportunity to release myself oh, you know, into nice. who I truly was and had always been that was in there, but I hadn't really had the opportunity to mm-hmm. exercise it, to really flex those, those muscles. So what happened mm-hmm. when was, you know, I spent the first mm-hmm. 20 or so years of, of, of my career or professional life post, post-college, you know, chasing what guys do, which is salary mm-hmm. and title, you know? as the metric of, yeah. of success. And I took a lot of risk as an entrepreneur. I was in the entertainment business. I was in mm-hmm. film. I had a sports video production company. I everything was risk, risk, risk. And quite frankly, there wasn't a whole lot of reward personally or professionally. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say that those yeah. are tough I, industries I, to I be have in. I had this right. weird
1: kind of perception yeah. coming out of college that you Know it would be cool to never get dressed up and do these creative things and all that versus quote unquote <laughs> working. And I ended up working myself, you know, into the ground doing all of while a lot of my friends mm-hmm. ended up going, you know, to, to Wall Street or hedge funds or like into all of these more tradi- traditional things, if you will, business that I said I would never do. They won, I lost early on, right? <laughs> but you learn from that. so I switched. <laughs> Um, after selling, you know, my, my second company um, to, from risk taker to risk manager. And I went out and was in insurance and professional services mm. industry. And I invested in a firm here uh, in Houston, where I'm from. And everyone at the time, really thought I was crazy. You know, they're like, this mm. is the complete opposite of of what you've ever done before. And, he, and I said, you know, when things aren't really working, sometimes you should just do the opposite. Like, what's the opposite of not working?
0: So yeah, I'm like, like, I mean, that's I'm
1: like George stands, stands on. on right? Never want to do a sandwich again. Nothing good happens <laughs> I order of two. Right? So <laughs> I joined this this firm and ultimately ended up investing in this firm, and it was really one of the better decisions that I ever made from the standpoint of being responsible and taking care of my family, and again doing the things that that a guy should do when we've taken on these obligations, responsibilities, right. um, and. And professionally and financially, it worked. Personally, it it, it felt mm-hmm. empty. It felt inauthentic. It was really...
0: Yeah, yeah. I can tell. I mean, I don't know you well, I mean, just from reading your book, but I can tell that that just wasn't gonna to jive with you, with your soul, it, really. I'm sure your soul was It was, was an like, interesting
1: dichotomy. Ah, I write about this and coach and talk about this a lot
0: because what I
1: did was really spend a lot of time there trying to combine personal passion with professional expertise. This was something I knew how to do. It was mm-hmm. successful by all metrics. How can I try to make this as authentic as possible? And in the industry, you can really, everybody's mm-hmm. got it. It's just a question of who they're getting it from. So I'm going to shift over, let's say, the right. latter phase of my career to really only work with companies, brands, and industries that I actually was really interested in. So rather than premium and money, you know, mm-hmm. I just started to focus more authentically on what do I like? You know, I like to eat, I like to, to, to
0: mm-hmm. drink, and by
1: that I mean like supplements and energy drinks and all this stuff, and I like to work out. So I started to insure mm-hmm. and work with those types of entrepreneurs, those types of businesses, and life became a lot more mm-hmm. fulfilling. And I started... Mm-hmm. Instead of late dinners and, and alcohol, it became early morning workouts. It was a much more authentic client mm-hmm. relationship and authentically became friends and everything started yeah. to come together. Long answer, you know, to yeah. saying like, hey, how did this all happen? Well, that's when I started writing about this stuff. The conversations transcended the professional; mm-hmm. They became deeply personal. The clients became fellow midlife men. Yeah. Uh, And that became the newsletter, which became the podcast, which ultimately became this compilation, which became the book, which is now the coaching, which is now the speaking. And here we are. I just turned 50, called 47 to 50. Like that's the time period and window where all of this has really happened. Yeah, yeah. Midlife
0: is awesome. I think, I think right? Yeah,
1: that what you're doing is incredible. I couldn't <laughs> I, agree with you more. I think that midlife really is the next and best phase of our life, and that that aging is not something to to fear. And it's something, you know, it's, it's what if we reframed it and redefined it as something aspirational?
0: Huh? Exactly. Yeah, and you're exactly right. It's how you define it. And I, I put, I've highlighted the crap out of your book because it is so awesome. But there was something I was oh here it is. Wait. Oh, uh, where is it? I'm gonna find it. Okay, nineteen reasons why midlife is hmm. the best phase of life. I love this. So one of the things I highlighted was experience. And as I age, things have gotten simpler and clearer. Yeah. So
1: you know, rule that. number one for me in the in the five rules, if you will, that I've came up with to, to transform mm-hmm, from what I was living was a mediocre mm. life. You know, to what i now define as as a maximized mm-hmm. you know one. Uh, knowing what's important is what's most important. and that takes a long time for a lot yeah. of us to figure out. you know my father passed away at 47. Yeah. so i lost my father father my role model in that mm-hmm. area and did not have yeah. Really yeah, anybody around me uh advising mm. mentoring to go to for those critical and pivotal years to figure out who i was and what was yeah. important yeah. to me. so i'm a slow learner and a late bloomer and once you figure out what's important to yeah you, you can take all of those experiences use them for good
0: you know mm-hmm. to continue forward. yeah exactly and you even said in here um one of them was and i highlighted i'm on bonus time my dad died when i was 47. I'm always telling people, I'm like, come on, like, you don't, we don't know if even if we have the next hour, we have no, I mean, I think we take our bodies for granted. I mean, yes, we like the human body is amazing and it can go through so much, but at any moment, I hope not during the show, because <laughs> we have to finish the show, <laughs> but we don't know. And it's like, what are you waiting? I think I have, yeah, on my refrigerator, I have a magnet. That says, what are you waiting for? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's spot on.
1: You know, look, we never think it's going to happen mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we're going to get there. And mm-hmm. I speak to a lot of guys, and again, coming also from the insurance background too, which are, these are guys, they yeah. don't have life insurance. They don't have this, like, you're always putting, it's going to, Mm-hmm. That again, again, they have time to get back in shape. They have time to prepare. They have time to write the will. and all that. And part of this also is about, you know, not breaking the promises that we make to, to <laughs> ourselves, you know, setting the right foundation, right. making better right. choices, taking some action steps each day that help you live the life that you really want to live. And that is. Again, honoring your responsibilities yeah. and your obligations, covering your bases, you know, really, for lack of a better term, like being the man that you want to be. Right. Not for for what everybody you know, and else from wants what they to do. Said, you know, shifting that metric yeah. of success from salary and title into what you're supposed to do or from the outside, what looks like you're mm-hmm. crushing it and winning every day, you know, to what I have have have. Started calling my six Fs, you know, and everybody, you know, be, can be different. Which is yes. family, fitness, finance, food, fashion, and fun, you know. And these are the things that are they, like, are important to me. I don't know what page you're on, I don't know where they are, you know, but but they're there. You know, and and it's, it's about you know that yeah. cumulative kind of grade point average, you know, in life, and turning those Fs into As, and not that you have to be a straight A student, but You know, what does your life portfolio and GPA really look like? You might be over-indexing and killing it as Mm -hmm. as a guy, you know, in business and in finance. Excuse me, but if you're failing in these other areas, Mm -hmm.
0: your cumulative GPA ain't, ain't so great, you know? Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. Someone just said your voice they're, ta- they're talking to you're <laughs> definitely not talking to me. me Thank you, David Hansen. So yes, that is so awesome. And okay, this is uh, one of the things I highlighted was fewer fucks given. I think I mean, I don't know about you, but by the time you get to midlife you're like, what if like <laughs> like you can't be all things to all people. I mean, that's one thing social media will teach you is that you just can't you can't do it all, and you just have to be yourself and let people take you and as I put they may so, or I not. Put
1: that in there, um, and I believe it very much to be true. That being said, look, I struggle yeah. with that. I care very deeply. I'm a please. Police- yeah. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. very similar. I way. think,
1: you know, a lot of us that also get into service, you know, it's because we love to mm-hmm. please and we want to please. And, and even in certain cases like my own, yeah. you, know, you can't help the ones that you're closest to. So you try to reach out and help everybody because we we feed off of that. So, yeah, all this no fucks given thing yep. is, is hard and maybe it gets a little bit easier as you get a little bit bit older it is still again this combination of like really really caring and also knowing what it is that you kind of gotta not care as much about you know because it can hold you
0: yeah exactly i think it's about kind of it's a detachment it's surrendering it's just giving of yourself it's back to that and release, just letting it go. Putting so much pressure
1: mm-hmm. on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're feeling so much pressure yep. from outside sources that don't really mean anything in the overall scheme of things versus, yeah. just, mm-hmm. Hey, what am I going to focus on every day? Preparation, consistency, accountability. Right. What really are my goals? What really mm-hmm. does success look like for me? You know, and that self-care aspect right. of it is not selfish. It's actually the most selfless thing mm-hmm. you can really do is to identify that, yep. create your framework, what I call your personal operating system, and do it. Like, was mm-hmm.
0: hard. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, I was just thinking, um, as you were talking about the last few decades of your life and how you got to be where you're at, and- It made me think a little bit about, I mean, we're, again, very similar in a lot of ways. Um, And I did a show not too long ago. It was a solo show, just me and myself. And I was talking about the Statue of David and how Michelangelo said he, when he, someone asked him, like, well, how did you carve this? And he said, I saw an angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. And so what I talked about in the show is, like, basically, you're chiseling away at this crap in your life that does not serve you. And I think as we, you know, we get to midlife, so much stuff is built up. Like, we're this huge, heavy marble, this block of marble, right? And we're like, where, where did I go? Where am I? You know, like, like what am I doing? And so I think midlife is such a great time to reset and re- regroup and release, as you said, and chisel away at those things that are just not serving you. And yeah, I, th- I feel like for you, you have definitely done that. Like you're the, you're the statue <laughs> of grade right now. <laughs> You know, the my life statue. there's
1: no way that I'm, I'm a statue, which would mean <laughs> that I'm standing still, you know, for, for any period of time. Oh, it that's, seems like there's just perpetual motion that that is going on. But I do also feel like there, that there's inertia. Oh, hang on, my dog just decided to walk in the room as they're oh, vacuuming <laughs> and painting so downstairs. Here's what real <laughs> midlife looks like for. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and
1: Instagram Live, that's what like I love about it. It looks like in my kitchen right <laughs> now. It looks like, you know, thunder <laughs> going on outside, vacuuming, and now my, my dog is like, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm coming up to your office. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so you know, oh, go it, ahead. it is go ahead. about, I think, also knowing, you know, when to speed up, you know, when to slow down, figuring yeah. out what your rhythm and cadence, you know, and your race, really again looks like mm-hmm. and choosing to do the yep. things that you really want to do and more importantly what you don't want to do you know very carefully
0: yeah yeah and i uh oh gosh where is it There, I got to find it because it's so good but you talked about this is the one of the things we have in common um your your brother and
1: my, so my, brother my father
0: passed, passed away. And my brother your brother died. In yeah. Oh, so he yes. My brother's alive. alive. My
1: father passed away.
0: Oh. oh oh. Where did I see that? Dang it. We're gonna see so that. I'm gonna there's there's line a line
1: up. in there okay. where it Well, anyway, about my I mean, but you know what? My brother losing his freedom, but my brothers are very much alive. Ah. Oh,
0: yes. Yes. Yes you know what though too, I actually had someone on the show not too long ago, um, ambiguous grief. And sometimes actually, and she talked about that, like if someone if you have a loved one that goes to prison you actually are you are going through the grief of that because you are losing so much of like that relationship and that connection. So that is um, that is a difficult thing to go through too though. But you know what though, I mean I feel like midlife is that time when you realize yeah, it's time to go for it. Whatever it is that you were wanting well, to I do, think, again, you
1: whatever you, you're wrestling with or struggling with, whether that could be loss mm-hmm. of a loved one, you know. So you, now you see, you know, right. said 47 was bonus time for me. That was when I began to outlive my father. You know, so 47 to 50, were like, hey, yeah. let's pour some rocket fuel on this and go. Like my guy. Congo, let's pour rocket fuel on on everything, my trainers, you know, in there. And then my brother, unfortunately, lost years (laughs) of his life to being incarcerated. You think about loss of freedom and opportunity and things there. And it might be, look, the Mm. daily prisons we're in or health struggles we're in. You know, the conformity, the complacency, the relationships, all of these things that we are in every day, not locked up. You know, we're not, the, mm-hmm. but we do feel trapped and we right. do feel time and life is passing mm-hmm. us by and that this can't be all of it, it is or is going to be.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, we could be prisoners um, in our own relationships, with our work, with so many things. And, and it's again, up to us to set ourselves free, though. That,
1: you know, for and, that, you know, mm-hmm.
0: whether any, yeah, there's, there's,
1: Just quit your job and follow your passion, which is, you know, galactically wrong advice for people who have, again, mortgages and (laughs) schools to pay for and all these other things. You know, there's all kinds of stuff, but you really have to take a step back and say, okay, what plan can I make? Who can I work with that can really help me? How do we aggregate, curate, Mm -hmm. eliminate, Mm -hmm. design a map of, like, what really is going to work there? Hmm?
0: Yeah, and I know. I think I saw a reel that you did about that. Like, don't just go and quit your day job. Just like, ooh, like get on the get on the bandwagon. Look, like, if you're 40 something you know, like, again,
1: if, if you're mean, twenty yeah, something an you don't have any kids and you can go and it's
0: fine to move back onto the
1: couch or whatever else it is. But you know, the men that yeah. I hear from and a lot of the guys that I that I work with, they were in very similar positions. They are in very similar positions mm-hmm. to the one that I was in, you know, for a long stretch of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is, again, we have obligations, responsibilities, promises that we've made, all of these other things. You have to build a responsible framework and operating system in order to help you get from point A to point B. Throwing caution to the wind and quitting and following passion and doing these things may sound great on Instagram, you know, or reading them in prevention (laughs) magazine or wherever the fuck it is, but they're not real life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're yeah, by coach, default, too, right? you by know? default. Um, and and I say mm-hmm. just to say like, yeah. writer by default, mm-hmm. podcaster by default, speaker by default, coach by default now. <laughs> um, and what I again really believe in is have real life experience first. A lot of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you can talk, talk about Yeah. It. Right? <laughs> and as far as Coaching Mm. goes, that's also what happened. I didn't set out to be a coach. I started writing, Mm -hmm. speaking, posting, whatever it was. And then I started coming to me asking questions. And then, you know, rather than try to give Mm. advice, but rather take the approach of sharing experiences that led to a coaching program. I didn't set out to like mm. hang a shingle and be like hire me as your coach. Actually, what happened was the opposite. There were, you know, the one guy reached out and offered, you know, mm-hmm. asked if he could he could pay me for my time, you know? And then but after 30 years of right. building businesses and books of businesses and being in sales, you do start to figure out, wait a minute. How do we actually build this into a business? How can we impact? This? So I coach 10 men at yeah. a time across the country, Um, you know, that Hmm. fits into my operating system. Podcast on Monday, coaching clients Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, write the (laughs) newsletter on Friday, like in there too. But the Everest has gotten bigger. What's happening with midlife mail, and I think you see it, is how it's gotten bigger. Can Mm -hmm. I help a million men maximize their life? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? And how do we, again... Offer and share more experiences, and get other men involved, and build this community up, and go go broader. Because there's 53 million of us out there, midlife men, in the U.S. alone. And wow,
0: okay, that's like, a lot. Yeah, and if we could just get all of you to buy his book,
1: everybody, <laughs> if all 53 million go out and buy this book, I can promise you, I'll come <laughs> on the show the next time and say I'm no longer coaching. Okay. I, um, <laughs> yeah, like,
0: full-fledged I and We will be doing this from Cabo or wherever. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, speaking of, um, I want to read this. What is the Midlife Mail? So, this was one of your mm-hmm. first yes. uh, blog posts, correct? Is that what, Okay. Says, I've been working on this idea for a while now. It's called Midlife Male. What is the Midlife Male? He's a guy 35 to 55, balancing work, life, family, health, fitness, finance, money, some style, fashion, trying to balance it all and live his best life possible without regret. I'm all about that. He's about having both substance and style, about punching the bully in the mouth. I love that. About experiences over things. I dig that. He's about quality over quantity. He's about learning and living, about trying, failing, and ultimately succeeding. He's about questioning things. He's not trying to fit in or conform. He's into iconic, classic, timeless style. He's about being a great father, about understanding that there are no things more valuable than time, health, and family. He's about knowing when enough is enough. He is about perseverance, discipline, I, I, I actually get
1: awesome. kind of emotional when I hear that back because I don't know if I've ever really even read ah. that like, out loud. And again we talked about how you forget in a way like like what you what you at the time mm. that, that was me mm. just throwing up just words. You know just speaking
0: Yeah, your
1: soul your soul is into page. An app that records mm-hmm. what I say mm-hmm. and then transcribes it into something, you know? And and that's what it. Yeah. What it came to be, and the reality also is, I know some very old thirty-year-olds, and I know some really young sixty-year-olds, mm-hmm. and this perspective in this mm-hmm. window in there that really the age and defining midlife in a way, it, who knows exactly where it is? I get asked that all the all the time, and I think yeah, it's what you do it, <laughs> and I also think it's what you do with yeah. it. Yeah, you know, yes, I just turned fifty, and we were yeah. joking right now to someone that's like. I almost wanna say at six say that I'm sixty, like because at sixty, like I'm really crushing it. Like at fifty, I'm doing okay. Like, like now, almost like the banjo honor is to be older and doing better. Like, like guess what? I'm gonna win the 50-year-old yeah, bracket at the next time. Like I'm a young guy now, like in the fifty to fifty-five. Can't wait to do yes, this. like at each benchmark. You actually get to reset and start over. Like, how cool is it that I was the oldest guy last year in my age? And now I get to be the youngest guy. Yeah. yeah. It's December
0: 23rd. When, when is your birthday, so, by the way? Yeah, Oh, you. wow. You. So, so, yeah, you happy Jordan. birthday. So, and you turn, you turn 50, and yeah. I just turned 52. But it's like, cool. Yeah. Well what? how did it feel when uh, you woke up on I'm your own? Overlooked, her, quite
1: frankly, because i say it's good. <laughs> Because my wife is a few years older and she's like, well, I, you know, <laughs> you just it on me you know, a little bit. You know,
0: there, she's and like, like,
1: and you know, you keep <laughs> all you do is talk about middle age right now. And again, but but to really be serious about it, um, it, it didn't feel I, and I wonder it, it, didn't feel like any other other day. And, I really enjoyed about it was, mm-hmm. I just went about my routine, the things that work for me right now, again, yeah. 47 was really the big one, yeah. 50 is like, okay, it was yeah. a chance to reflect on, am I really applying, you know, what I've learned, am I really what it is that, that mm-hmm. I believe in and that I want to be, to be doing, um, and you yeah, know, I was around my family, my two boys. You know, you've got three boys. You know, I'm, I'm around my. You know, I'm around three boys. My two yeah, boys. yeah, oldest is home from college. Our, you know, our youngest is off from high school. We had been traveling. With my wife and my daughter. I'm like, that's you know, that's kind of it. You know, I think we, you know, we again, yeah. we think we see. There's all this comparison and keeping up out there. That every day has to be bigger and bolder and 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 on the trip. Uh, I and mean, you know what? And that's exhausting. Like, what really, really matters is like, what does a great day really look like? Like, without going to some private island on some right. job, Like, like, what does a really great day look like that you can repeat
0: and have a lot of? Hmm? Yes. And uh, yeah. And there was something I wanted to mention in here Simplifying Chapter 24. Simplifying things gives you better quality on what you retain. I wanted to focus more on doing things than owning things. And then you talk about how, like, maybe even living in a hotel for a while. And you said you can't really have a lot of things if you want to move around. Um, I cannot focus on possessions, and I think that is so cool because, yeah, especially as Americans, we're all about our stuff. You see the thing? <laughs> it's There's like, a lot of white space in between
1: yeah. each of these topics that we talk about. You know. There's a huge amount of space yeah. between mm-hmm. unhealthy and, and being, you know, jacked and winning competitions about, okay, you don't have to go to these extremes. You yeah. can be healthy. Also. You right. know, there's a huge mm-hmm. difference between yep. focusing on experiences and things versus like being a minimalist, you know that I am the farthest thing from a minimalist. Right. And I like nice things. <laughs> yeah. things that also provide and enhance great right. experiences. I think people get fixated and too right. focused on the extremes, you know? You know, drunk mm. versus yeah. sober. I totally okay? agree. Yeah. You don't have to declare, yeah. I'm no longer drinking yeah. for the rest of my life, okay? You know? Like we make these big yeah. leaps yeah. and again, they seem, <laughs> yeah. you know, so... They seem so hard and difficult, but can we back it into the simple little steps that are, that are there? So if you want to prioritize experiences over things, it's a simple, what is reducing the number of things that you actually acquire look like? Not all of them. You know, you don't have to
0: back a U-Haul up and get rid of all your stuff the next day. Yep. I totally agree. And I think it's a matter of just like what works for you. You know, what works for some people doesn't work for another. Um, And that's totally fine. Oh. I mean, if you think
1: about okay. Rule Number v, Oh, thank you for joining I want your copy of the book, so maybe then I'll know where to refer. You know, <laughs> it'll help guide is knowing where you <laughs> have hit the nail, maybe, with some
0: people go back to those pages. So I know right? this. This is I know right because well, in writing or podcasting, it's like you never know. Like you, you put the stuff out, and you're like, it's crickets because you don't hear anything back. Sometimes you're like, but so, so yeah, this is. <laughs> This is what you're getting back there, Greg. Um, This is about Mm -hmm. the letter to your boys, um, 18 and life to go from your father. And I think that's so cool. So it's all that little list of um, bits of advice and be number six, be proud of the person Mm -hmm. you are becoming. And I think we're all
1: doing it. So cool. Like that's as much of me as it is to them. And it is. To that list came down also to, again, you touched on it before, what a lot of rule number three, like aggregate, curate, and eliminate. You can add everything that's out there. Curate it down to what works and lands with you, you know, and then eliminate everything else. Somebody else's definition of success isn't yours. Somebody else's definition of high performance doesn't have to be yours. Mm. Their 25-step morning routine does not have to be yours you can take two steps from that you can take yep. one and you can put it together for what works for you mm-hmm. and the list to my boys was just a compilation a curation of thousands of statements and and quotes and things that yeah. you know what were i think it was a, what were the top 100 you know that landed with me i don't even think i set out to pick a specific number you know in there like, where do we start right. and where yeah. do we stop yeah. and sometimes like hey Perfect is the enemy of good. It was like 19, you know, another, in another, in it's a hundred in this area and 20 yeah. in another area. These numbers are just made up by me of like where I decided to start and stop.
0: Yeah. You know, um, so chapter 13, lucky 13, um, you talk about in 2017, um, when you left your job. And you actually said here, uh, I was lost, man. I was totally lost. And thankfully, when you hit rock bottom, that's when you start paying attention to the things you need to pay attention to. I like to say that's the day I woke up. So I, I feel that there are a lot of people kind of hitting rock bottom, especially after COVID and that whole thing. Everyone's like, what's going on? And they're wanting to change. And they are just kind of going a little bit further down and further down. So what helped you get back yeah, off the
1: floor? You know, it's, it's, I think it's two things. I think one, I think guys in particular mm-hmm. wait and look for, for rock bottom, or or they don't even really know where it is. Mm-hmm. And, but often, yeah. if you're wondering mm-hmm. where it is, you're there, basically. And you don't, don't have yeah. to wait until you hit mm-hmm. the bottom, until you can't fall off the floor to start thinking about how you're going to you're gonna yep. get back up if you're in that spot again, where yes. it's redundancy, it's conformity, it's complacency. It is, you know, you're not feeling yes. like the the man or person that that you want to feel like or that you thought you were. That's it's your true. spot. Mm-hmm. And again, too often, yeah, we go back yeah. to extremes of thinking. Order to change, I have to reinvent, mm-hmm. I have to transform, I have to do all of the opposite, you know, of what I'm, it is that I'm right. doing now. And we don't know how. We get fixated on why. A lot of talk about why. Mm-hmm. I know why you want to be a better husband. I know why you want to leave your job. And know why you want to make more money. And why you mm-hmm. want to get back in better shape. We don't spend enough time, Wendy, on the how. And that mm-hmm. is, again, yes. what yeah. can I do mm-hmm. tomorrow? What can I do today? that is Mm -hmm. just that little bit better or different than what I'm doing today. Can we swap a soda for water? Mm? Not give up all of our Mm -hmm. diet Cokes. Yeah, exactly. We've been drinking five a day for 15 years and all of a sudden we think we're going to go to zero. Like, (laughs) swap a soda for water. Can we get up and go for a walk, you know, instead of, of driving somewhere? Can, you know, we just kiss our wife goodbye in the morning versus rolling over the other side of the bed, getting up, getting out, you know all of these things we want to improve our relationship, but we don't take a very simple positive action step to actually improve it, and then do it each day in there. But you're not going to have date night unless you actually yes. schedule a date night. What we schedule gets done. You know we go right. back to the basics. Huh? Yeah. Don't fixate mm-hmm. on the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about again the actual journey and the steps and the actions. Actions over outcome. What mm-hmm. can you day. And if you keep mm. doing it, one yeah. better meal. Mm? Here's your choice. I Work out today right. or work no workout today? Better one or better two? That's the only question you have to ask yourself. Mm? We are faced with choices and decisions all yep. day, every. Day. I break it down to here's the simplest yeah. thing. Ask yourself, better one or better two? Just like the eye doctor, okay? Exercise, don't exercise. Better yeah. one or better two, <laughs> you know? Either eat healthier or eat unhealthy <laughs> and make these questions yep. very specific to yourself. And if you make the better choice, the majority of the time, day after day, your return mm-hmm. on life will be huge. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. And you know what? Like with social media, it's great that we have it. We get so much information and so quickly, but it's too much. And I feel like that's part of what it is where it's like analysis is paralysis. And some people are like, oh my God, I don't even know how to begin changing my life. And just like you said, just, just simple. It does well, not gotta, have to be that it.
1: Here's the thing, okay? You want midwife
0: female advice, follow yeah. you. You want midwife
1: male advice, hang out around yeah. you? If you're following <laughs> 20, 30, 50, yeah. people who basically yeah. say kind of the same shit every day in a bunch of different ways, here's what I'd say, Okay. Yeah. Unf- pick one. Yeah. Pick the one that lands the best with you. Yeah. Unfollow everybody else and use yeah. that time to actually start doing things. Because production will always exactly. get you better results than consumption.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Because it, it can be so overwhelming. Just when people are like trying to lose weight and it's like, oh there's so many different ways to well, lose weight. You can't, weight just you can't chill. Like, it, eat carbs it's...
1: and eat carbs. Yeah. You, know? You, can, you know? You can't, you know, you can't at five AM. <laughs> And go to bed yeah. at two a.m. You know, like you—you you can't be a morning person and an evening mm-hmm. person, and you can't be a this. And and again, yeah. Whatever you want to find, whatever opinion you want, it's out there now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can constantly, yeah. again, I know, contradict yourself, and you can buy into all of this, and then what ends up yeah. happening is you're pulling like a game of tug of war in, in both directions at the same time, and and that ribbon—it's not moving. You know, you're just. Pulling against each yes. other. So you got to pick a direction and a path. yeah, mm-hmm, And follow it. There's a million different mm-hmm. ways to succeed. There's only yeah. one way to fail.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that is by not doing nothing. Keep fighting yourself, like, Keep yeah. fighting yourself <laughs> just fight, and you'll just fail, like...
1: Okay? Pick a direction. Yeah, Go in that direction. Exactly. It doesn't really matter when you get there. Mm-hmm. I might run a seven-minute mile. You may run a nine-minute mile. Guess what? We're both going to end up
0: in the same spot. Doesn't matter that I got there fast. Exactly. Yep. Just one year. Right. Base. Yeah, exactly. I was just looking on your website, which is awesome, by the way. Um, you've got a, a free PDF here um, the yes. No Bullshit Guide to Maximizing Midlife and Getting Back What Matters Most. Um, so, y'all make sure you go to his website. It's so cool. Uh, midlifemail.com. And then your podcast.
1: Yes. And I, I would love to have you on. This year, I'm going to do a female series. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Be- yeah. And I haven't done Oh, my gosh. That, that
0: would be so much fun. Because I think i have dared
1: scared to really speak to females for the last yeah. couple of years <laughs> overall, and not want to get out of, her, <laughs> get out of not not my skis. I'm not too scary. You <laughs> <laughs> stay in my lane of talking to men, you know, about men and all that. But what I've also <laughs> learned, one, 40% of, of the people that reach out to me are female, actually. And and it's not just for themselves. No. Because, again, I think the information and your information, too, is applicable at whatever age, stage, gender, or anything you are We just happen to stay narrow and deep kind of yep. in a lane. But about 40% of the, of the inquiries that I get yeah. are from females. And it's twofold. One, because the information, the subject mm. matter lands with them. And two, because women genuinely want their partners, spouses, husbands, mm-hmm. brothers, uncles father, to be the best versions of themselves. And men are tough. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which They're makes their and life men. Men are tough yeah. Nuts the crack in terms of like mm-hmm. asking for help and being vulnerable and showing any weakness and getting out and doing that. So I'm going to do a women's series yeah. this year because I just think it'll be. So impactful to the guys mm-hmm. out there to start also understanding like, hey, this is like like you're asking for forgiveness and permission instead of support. And let me
0: tell you something. The support right. is there. It's what they want for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I think it helps, um, you know, for the midlife female to understand the midlife male and vice versa. So it helps to, I mean, that's my love. Like, I actually had Brian Reeves on the show not too long ago. Um, and it was so cool to understand his perspective as a male on relationships and dating and divorce. And it's like, oh, wow. So it's, it is, it's good to, to tap it. So, yeah, everyone out there, you just have to follow two people. That's it. <laughs> just us just, two. We'll cover
1: it A all. A
0: small you know? little incestuous
1: <laughs> circle, but we'll get them off
0: so, uh, Yeah, so I guess the best place to find you is midlifemail.com. Um, and everything's on there, really, right? You've got the Instagram, you've got the Facebook, um, the book, the podcast, everything you found. I spend the most, think the most right time there. on Instagram
1: and LinkedIn. I love it. Because, you know, LinkedIn is where the, the professional midlifers, it's... you know, need to hang out. They're yeah alive. that's the one i'm not happy yeah. with what they're doing in their jobs or hanging out looking at everybody else's <laughs> big accomplishments and going damn it i'm not what i want to be instagram you know so we play around over there but yeah, midlifemail.com is, is <laughs> where it's at i try to give everything out as much as i can for free with the podcast and the newsletter and 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 the guide yeah um, that's-
0: and then we'll the book and the coaching like we're we're here to have some fun and hopefully make a difference Mm -hmm. fun fun i'm all about fun i'm i'm scrolling back to see if anybody has questions does anybody have questions somebody had asked was this going to be on youtube yes it'll be on youtube should be next week actually thursday or tuesday um one of those days um so i will put that on youtube i try to blast yeah you're super organized i
1: got emails i got reminders Um, i got like wow i better step up my game good
0: you know, some people think I have, like, a team. I'm like, no, it's it's right here. This is <laughs> So, yeah, I probably am the one that goes to bed at 2 and wakes up at 5, you know? um, what is, I don't know what that was about. Um, Okay. Go All right. Amazon. So where can we find the um, book? Like where everybody goes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to
1: Amazon. Mm-hmm. You can pick up a copy of the book there. If you mm-hmm. are not a reader, you can pick up yeah. the audio version of the that book. Is- I've been getting some really great feedback uh, yeah. about the audio book walking and taking their morning so walks good. I'm a big walker and listening to that so ah. go for it and uh, yeah any good Tuesday any good Tuesday motivation a good was a question here Tuesday is the same every other day And I mean oh. from discipline discipline be- beats motivation I'm going to answer the question here hmm? You know, every Monday I kind of go on my yeah. little tirade about you know never miss a Monday and all the Monday motivation. And I miss every Monday. Mm-hmm. The way my is set up is that I don't mm-hmm. train on Monday. Mm-hmm. I don't take meetings and coach clients on Monday. I use that to restart my rejuvenate nice. ease back into the week. My weekends are typically hard. I train hard. I'm with my family on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Write the newsletter. Do all that. So Monday's my my recharge rejuvenate day. So Tuesday through the rest of the week really is much more about discipline versus motivation. Um, a lot of that stuff in my book, there's a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff, you know, um, practicing resolve versus resolution, which is in the No BS Guide, which you can download. So you got me off on a little bit of a tangent there, but like yep. motivation will 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 fail where discipline will will succeed.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. I love that. You're you so awesome.
1: Having me. This, so was, this was great. Now I'm, I'm all
0: pumped up. Can... I got to go coach somebody you know? and <laughs> i Right. Now. I i am be yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Greg. Thank uh, you so much. Touch. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Before we part ways, just a few quick reminders of how you and I can connect outside of this fabulous show. Number one. Join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife, relationships, health, mindset, and more. You will receive episode updates, interview clips of the show, Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. Basically, anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to the midlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. Number two, join us for the next Instagram live show. The cool thing about IG lives is that you can meet new guests and ask questions live on the show. How cool is that? Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on live shows on my profile. Number three, check out my Midlife Makeover Method online course available at midlifemakeovermethod.com. In this fabulous four-week online course presented by your hostess of the midlife mostest, you will embark on an awesome journey of transformation. I will help you discover your number one wish, uncover your why, and get you taking action towards creating a life you love. Over four weeks, we will go through four phases of seed to flight. You will walk away with a midlife metamorphosis.